0: And she was like, yeah, I'm going to watch the bags. And then she was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the bag watcher. Like, I don't want to just watch my life go by. Like, I want to be in it, right? So she got up and she was like, no, I'm not watching the bags today. I'm going to go on the slides with my kids. Being able to participate in your own life is, is huge.
1: WW Presents the Podcast. I'm Coach Emily. And I'm Coach Kelly. We are so glad that you guys are joining us. Um, welcome to November. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is crazy. Can you believe it? It is no. November.
2: No, I really can't believe that.
1: I know. I know. But you know what? I'm excited. I always love new months. And mm-hmm. the best thing about November, it's like pretty close to Christmas. Of course, I love Christmas. But also. Um, November 1st is on a Monday. Mm, Hmm. It's a Monday. That's so strange when that lines up. It's so great. I know. Because I know, I know all you WW members. I know you are waiting for a day like today when the stars align and it's a Monday. It's the first of the month. We have two months left in 2021. So we are going to make it a great end of the year.
2: I love that. And you know what? I feel like now, like I... I feel like after Christmas, after the holidays, it's like, not sad, but like, there's not a ton to look forward to, Mm -hmm. but like November, there's so much like the Hallmark movies start now, Mm -hmm. like the stores start changing over. Like now is like when the excitement comes, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like back to school time, you know, (laughs) like November 1st comes and you're like, oh, it's a whole new season. Like it's, it's so fun. It's not freezing yet. Like it's just nice.
1: Good. I know. I'm I'm the same. I love November. As weird Mm -hmm. as that sounds, I love November. (laughs) We have a very special guest joining us today. She is a WW coach. You may know her as WW coach Julia R, but we have Julia Rodriguez joining us today. Hi, Julia. Hi, ladies. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, Oh, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. You know, um, it's so cool when I'm looking at these two faces in front of me. Two amazing women um who are both WW coaches that I never would have met if it wasn't for Zoom.
2: Oh my goodness. It's so, so crazy true. how many people I like can't imagine my life without. And I've yeah. never even seen them from like the waist down, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. We had um, we had a digital 360 um like group meeting in person but of course I wasn't there because I'm in BC they're all in Ontario but one of the things they said was like yes I can confirm like we have legs like it's been months and months and months of working together and we have never seen each other's legs so what an yeah. exciting day <laughs> we can see each other's legs right <laughs> well Julia I'm really excited to get into your own journey because not only are you a WW coach um you're an active member on you know Connect on Facebook on Instagram but you also have like your own weight loss story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was a member first, right? Be like, just like all of us. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like to say like we're members still. Absolutely. Oh,
0: yeah. For right? sure, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, but before we get into maybe your story, do you guys want to talk about the technique of the week? Yeah, it's a cool wrap up this week to like it really is. reflect. It is. We're kind of like taking everything that we have learned over the last month and we're tying a pretty little bow on it. I love that. And, and I think it was a big true. month. It was a big month. Well, what What's yeah. your takeaway? Actually, let's hear it. What it. Kelly, what is your takeaway from this month? Um, okay. So
2: my, f- honestly, it's funny because we're wrapping it around, but the technique I feel like I really learned the most about myself from was the very first week of October when I don't know how many of us remember the worksheet that was in the discovery tab on our app, mm-hmm. but it was like um, a questionnaire, like before you eat, how are you feeling? what are you planning to eat? Is it more? When was the last time you ate? And then it was like 30 minutes later. Um, did you do what you planned? Are you feeling hungry now? Like that kind of thing. And I felt like that one, especially the one that was like 30 minutes after you eat, how are you feeling? Yeah. And I thought that one was really, really important, um, to me. And the other one that was really cool was I think the added sugar. Um, my eye never goes to added sugar. Like when I look at ingredients, I'm i never look at sugar, but since we talked about it, it's been pretty eye-opening. Like, oh my goodness. And somebody brought up a point, and I looked up mine in my fridge. Um, her tablespoon of barbecue sauce in her fridge had 25 grams in a serving, and a serving was two tablespoons. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And then I was looking at mine, and I'm like, mine's not that far off. And it's just yeah. not- it's crazy that so I think that one was really interesting
0: to me.
1: Yeah. How, how about you, Julia? What's your biggest takeaway from this month? Yeah, I'm glad you
0: said that, Kelly, because I was the same, and I was shocked by so many members' responses when we did the poll that they actually do look at the added sugar and they're concerned with it. Because I felt like you, I felt like a minority where I never really look at added sugar, and I think I just take for granted the science behind WW, mm-hmm. right and You know, WW will never give me a piece of cheesecake for two points, right? And Let's face (laughs) it, it's sad, but true. Um, And and I mean, the added sugar is obviously, you know, a big factor in that, right? So I just trusted the point system and never really actually looked at the amount of added sugar in it. But yes, you're right. It's an absolute eye opener. Mm -hmm. And then the thing about the eating patterns, it's the realization of how much we actually emotionally eat versus eating out of hunger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that was like, you know, I think through years and years of this, the emotional eating has, it gets better and better, but, um, it's still, it's still there, right. It never really goes away. Um, so just, just listening to your body and figuring out, you know, are you really hungry? Are you eating for other reasons? That was a good, uh, that
1: was a good technique as well. It's mm-hmm. so cool when you can recognize that, like it, It's one thing to just do it and then kind of, Kelly, what we were talking about before, doing it and then feeling bad and then dwelling on it. But it's another thing when you can do it and then recognize and then make a plan going forward. And actually, that's what this week's technique is all about. It's about reflecting on what we've learned, um, doing that like worksheet thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the month and then reflecting on your results And then making a plan going forward. And I too, Kelly, love that question. How do you feel 30 minutes after you eat? Mm -hmm. Because so many of the times I'm like, I feel gross. Why did I eat that much cheese? Or, oh, (laughs) I actually feel like shame a bit about the amount of cheese it's I ate. You know, like it's all these feelings associated with how I ate. So I actually took this... I took this one step further than this, and I created a Venn diagram to showcase um, what I've learned. I know. <laughs> I know. I love Venn. Do you guys like Venn diagrams? I have not heard that phrase since, like, grade 11.
2: Same.
1: Same. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see your in your my mind energy. right now, <laughs> like, two overlapping circles. Exactly. So that's a Venn is, diagram? Yeah. Yes, that's a Venn <laughs> diagram. And this is what I want you guys to do. Okay. Everyone who's listening, I want you to create your own Venn diagram. And these are the two big circles. Okay. Foods I like to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or foods I enjoy eating. And okay. then the other circle is going to be foods that make me feel good. Oh, all right. So those are our two circles and where the magic happens. I think where WW shines is those that intersecting, you know, section in the middle. Mm hmm. All right. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, I'm actually not that picky of an eater. But if you told me that I had to eat iceberg lettuce, canned tuna with celery on top every day for the rest of my life, like I'd be a really sad human being. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't say like I enjoy eating those foods. So I would not put those in the middle. In the middle for me, do you guys want to hear what I came up with? Yeah. Yeah. In the middle would be two ingredient dough, it would be turkey breast, it would be Apples it would be um you know sweet red peppers, it'd be eggs. it would be all these foods that I really do enjoy eating, and they make me feel good. Hmm. Does that mean I'm never going to you know um eat another you know loaded plate of nachos? No, but at least I'm recognizing that that food doesn't really make me feel great if I eat it too much or to eat too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, am I ever going to eat canned tuna again? Probably, but um, that's not going to create a sustainable lifestyle for me if I am leaning on tuna as my only food option. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's a good one. I know, Venn diagram.
1: Diagram. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. I think that's great. So if you, okay, okay, so maybe I should, you know what I should do? You know what I should do this week? I'm going to share it on my Instagram. I'm going to share my Venn diagram on my Instagram. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then maybe um, you guys could share a Venn diagram with me too. I would like to do one. (laughs) Okay, the challenge challenge is out there, guys. The challenge is out there. If you guys are listening to this podcast, I challenge you to create your own Venn diagram. Because I really do think that's important for you to recognize what foods do you enjoy and what foods make you feel good. Because when you figure that out, then you can like really truly enjoy the process. Yeah. I just have to ask you, Emily, did you mm-hmm. use one of those compasses to draw the perfect circle? Um, <laughs> I actually that, did it on the computer.
2: <laughs> oh, even better. So you guys
1: remember? I had to use the one yes. that has the point in the middle. and then Yeah, was it protractor? A protractor. Okay. A protractor. <laughs> Isn't that what a protractor is? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I, again, Ke- I have not heard that term. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not too far off high school, Kelly. Neither. <laughs> Obviously, that was last year. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh goodness! It's funny. Well, okay. I'm just saying this. Okay, I'm. I'm hey, I keep. I hate to keep harping on it, but how many years did we spend either eating foods that made us feel good, like mm-hmm. the celery, like the iceberg lettuce, like the canned tuna, and then getting tired of those foods, and then all we ate was nachos, hamburgers, cries, Julia. Yes. Yeah. I, you know
0: what? I overdosed on spaghetti squash for years and years Mm -hmm. to the point that I have not eaten spaghetti squash. Mm -hmm. Last week was the first time I actually could stomach it because I loved it so much. And then I ate it way, way, way too much. It was my go-to food when I was losing weight. And just now did I have spaghetti squash back in my life. Yeah, (laughs) It's, it's true. True story. Um, when, I, when
2: i when I joined wW the thing to do I don't know if you guys remember this cool trend was to drink green tea because mm-hmm. it'll boost your metabolism like here's a hint it will not do that but I not like first i want to say like month of wW I chugged green tea like all the time just mm-hmm. waiting for this like magic like 50 pound weight loss that week that did not come and to this day like You know, when you go for Chinese food or um, sometimes Japanese restaurants like pour it for you and you are smell alone. I'm like, I can't please move it because you, you know, you think you're doing this healthy thing. But even if you are doing a healthy thing, when you overdo it and you do it for the wrong reasons you know it's not sustainable and it it
1: it really backfires like badly it really does i did the cabbage soup diet i remember grade 12 oh, i yeah. made my big pot of cabbage soup and i was going to eat that every day for 5 days and i was going to be so skinny um by like day 2 i was just dreaming about something besides cabbage soup and <laughs> like i can still remember i mean even though grade 12 you know was just maybe last Last year. No, (laughs) no, even though it was so long ago, I still remember those feelings around like forcing myself to have that cabbage soup every day. Yeah. I'm sure so many of you guys can relate to this, like going on these weird, like crazy crash diets. Also, I mean, I've been on so many. Also, I once tried a juice diet, but I don't have a juicer. Oh, this is the grossest actually. So (laughs) I tried this juice diet, but I don't have a juicer, but I have have a really nice blender. (sighs) Guys, to do. You cannot blend carrots into <laughs> <laughs> Or <laughs> celery, no? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh no. I remember like packing up my juices in the morning and taking them with me it to work. Clumpy? Yes, and having this disgusting, <laughs> clumpy, oh no. oh, pulpy carrot juice because it was a carrot smoothie. It wasn't even like a carrot juice. It was oh. disgusting. That
2: sounds disgusting. Oh, no. Why?
1: Why didn't I just learn to love myself and treat myself kindly instead of like punishing myself by eating carrot smoothie? But Isn't that exactly what we're talking about this week, right? Like Mm -hmm.
2: instead of doing these things repeatedly that don't work long term, let's take those things as a learning. I'm sure everybody listening and all of us know exactly what does not work for us long term. Mm -hmm. So instead of like, being off, being on, eating clumpy smoothies, <laughs> chugging <laughs> green tea. Let's learn from that. Use that as data. Like, all right, I know now that when I eat things that I don't love, or I kind of like them, but I eat them like spaghetti squash every day, all day, that that doesn't work for me. That's a pattern. That's a pattern that I should maybe try and focus on, on shifting, right? It's just data. It's, it's learning ourselves and taking the time to pay attention right? Not just, well, that didn't work. I'm done now.
1: I'm a failure. That didn't work.
2: What do I do next? (laughs) Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, we tend to overcomplicate it though, don't we? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's even like when I see something that's worked so well for someone else, I think, oh, I should do that because it works so well for them. And then it doesn't work. And I think there's something wrong with me. And it's like, no, I'm just not that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. like, like birthday cakes. I remember one year I told my family, do not get me a birthday cake. And I was convinced that I was going to be okay with like those fruit birthday cakes that, you know, is all over social media. Made uh-huh. like a watermelon. Yeah, oh. exactly. And then I was so sad on my birthday. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot have a birthday without
1: cake. It doesn't make sense in my life. So bring on the cake. Yeah, And there's something that. really like freeing about that because even if you're saying like, I cannot have those, I cannot have that food. I will not have that food. You're still making the event all about food by like trying to not make it about the food, it's like you're making it even more about food because that's all you're thinking about what you can't have. Right. You know, we kind of talked about this before. If you like choose your non-negotiables, if this is really what you want to enjoy, then make a plan for it, eat it, enjoy it. And then it's like, you can stop thinking about it so much and like get rid of some of that control that that food has over you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because look at this,
1: like years later,
0: here we are and I'm talking about my Mm -hmm. lack of birthday cake, you know, 10 Mm -hmm. years ago. So Mm -hmm. watermelon's good, but it does not make for a good cake.
2: No, no, they're just clumpy carrots. That's all I can think about now.
1: (laughs) You're sad juice. I didn't lose any weight either. (laughs) Then even worse because I was so hungry. I like probably like, I deprived myself and then I like overdid it. I was like, well, I've been so good. I've been eating nothing but carrot clumpy smoothie. I'm going to have McDonald's for dinner. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love McDonald's though. I should really. I should really stop thinking about McDonald's and just go get it. Enjoy it. See? And Egg McMuffin is so this long. This is what happens point. when you talk
2: about clumpy carrots. Our I mind know. goes
1: straight to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of mindset, <laughs> I am really excited because next week. On what day, Kelly? What day is it? November. Monday, November the 8th. We have such an exciting event coming up. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about it, Kelly? Um. Sure. And I'm really excited that you guys are both here because.
2: We are celebrating on Monday, November 8th, Can Day, um, which is super cool. And there's going to be amazing guest speakers and panels and two exceptionally special guests will Mm -hmm. be there. Both Emily and Julie are going to be there. But what it is, it's Monday, November the 8th. It is our very first WW Can Day, which is... A Celebration of Wellness. How good does that sound? So it is a free, one-of-a-kind virtual event. It is totally exclusive for WW members. It's 20-plus hours of content. Um, I believe it's going to be on our YouTube page, but I can Mm -hmm. definitely double-check that. Yeah, it is. It's going to be on WW Canada's YouTube page. Yeah. So there's going to be a sneak peek at some cool stuff coming up, Um, amazing member stories, uh, food demos, virtual Um, Workout classes, mindfulness coaching, um, and Juliet, Emily, what are you guys planning for that big day?
0: We're part of um, the coaches panel, so I was super fortunate to be interviewed by Emily, Mm -hmm. uh, along with five other amazing Canadian coaches, and just share a little bit about our story and what motivates us and our struggles and and all of that. So it's it's a really really great about hour, I'd say, Emily. About yeah, I was about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. of great content and uh from your from your local, you
1: know, your local coaches across the country, literally yeah. coast to coast. Yeah, we had coaches from Vancouver Island all the way to, to New, New Brunswick. Brunswick. Yeah, New Brunswick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think the thing I'm like so excited about Candy is is it is so like it's Canadian. Like these are Canadian coaches, Canadian members. Like these are people that you are going to relate to. They shop at the same stores you do. They eat the same mm-hmm. kind of foods that you do. Um, and I think one thing um, that sometimes we struggle with is we kind of get clumped in to whatever the Americans are doing. Right. And this is yeah. this is just this is 100 percent Canadian content and it's going to be so fun. So if you have not registered yet, there is still time to register for this event. Right, Kelly? Oh,
2: yeah, definitely. You can register, I think. I don't know what there's like a deadline, but I think probably up until November 8th.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think, if you, you know what, it,
2: again, it'll be right on our
1: YouTube page. So mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's for all members, digital, yeah. digital 360 and workshop members, all members uh, can access this content. It's gonna be so fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So definitely don't miss that. It's going to be really, really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So Julia, do you want to get into your story a bit? Because although I mean, we have been chatting over zoom, like you said, a little bit, I don't know a ton of your story. I know I know, you know, what kind of coach? you. I know you're a fantastic WW coach. But when did your WW journey start? Uh, Back in 2005.
0: So I um, was having breakfast with a girlfriend and, you know, eating the sausage, the bacon, the hash browns, the potatoes, like you name it. And Mm -hmm. uh, she looked at me and she's like, would you join WW with me? I need to lose about 10 pounds and I don't want to do this alone. And I thought to myself, oh my God, yes, of course I'll do it with you. I am that friend. Like I got you girl. I will support you. And then I got in the car and I thought to myself, Oh my gosh! Does she think I'm fat? <laughs> like it never, it never dawned on me that I had a weight problem, right? And uh, started going with her and and loved, you know, loved the program and loved seeing the results. Um, and then lost sixty pounds and became wow. a lifetime member. Hit goal, became a lifetime member in uh, two thousand seven, and then started working with uh, WW pretty much immediately thereafter. So I'm super thankful to her for really changing my life. For For the better, and you know, looking back, I realize now that she did this more for me than she did it for herself.
1: Did she lose the ten pounds too? She did, but she never hit goal like she left before.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> can
2: yes. I ask you so you had never thought about joining or never thought about doing any kind of
0: weight loss journey or anything before your friend had mentioned it? no i you know I and mean, i I mean I lost sixty pounds, right? I look back at pictures and I think I don't know how I didn't think I had a weight problem. I but kind of I felt, yeah, well, listen, I felt confident in my skin and I, I always felt good about myself. So I never lacked like self-esteem. Um, And it was really just because of her. And then once I started doing the program and started to see the results and it made me feel differently and I was able to do things I couldn't do before. Um, That's when I realized, okay, this is, this is great. Like I should, I should continue doing this.
1: I think that's really cool because it was never like this. The, this problem of like you didn't see yourself as valuable or you didn't love yeah. yourself. It was just you were doing it to support a friend. And then all of a sudden, all of these things that you didn't even realize were kind of changing. You know, that's that. What what kind of things were you like recognizing that you could do when you started losing weight that you couldn't before? Like before I would, I would go for a walk and my walk would end at Dairy Queen.
0: You know, <laughs> like that was the idea of going for a walk, right? It sounds now, very was- <laughs> familiar.
2: <laughs> hey, Kelly, you're a walker now. I, I am, but I stopped. I go to Starbucks. I'll I'll admit, but it's not Dairy Queen. It used to be Baskin Robbins. Okay, that's why I'm
0: like, oh man, this is hitting home for me. And and it was really the transformation of how much I enjoy exercise. Right, like I was working out at the gym. I started to run. I I started spin classes. Like so, that was the biggest change. And just you know, it. I mean, even though at 60 pounds, I felt good in my skin and all of this. I still couldn't go into a store and buy whatever I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was still limited in the types of things that would look good on me. So the ability to go shopping and like be able to buy clothes, whichever clothes you wanted was, was such a great feeling. And I remember the first time I was able to zip like the boots up to my mm-hmm. knees, right? And get past the, the
1: mid-calf. And I was like, wow, this happens? This is possible? I'm still waiting for that moment. Well, listen, I, I, I still need to get the, they're not all boots, Emily. Don't <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> no, I never, I probably, um, even when I was like a teenager, I never could zip up. I just have a have very athletic calves. Guys. <laughs> I was going to say, but you are <laughs> like too. super
2: athletic and I'm sure so muscly. Like you did field hockey, right? I do field hockey girl. Yeah. So practice today. You, you can't be doing field
1: hockey in boots anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need your running shoes. I got rid way. of all of my, um, nice clothes, not because they don't fit me, but because I just don't <laughs> wear them. <laughs> we'll go uh, and loungewear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, like what else was kind of motivating you? What kept you motivated along the way when you were losing that those 60 pounds? Um, for,
0: for sure. Activity, like activity is my strongest pillar. Like I have to say, um, if I'm active, then everything falls into place. Like I have a better mindset. I make better food choices, I mm-hmm. sleep better. So just being able, like really being able to run, I, I I ran 5k races, I was involved in that and just the ability to do whatever I want, you know, without having the fear of, oh, am I going to succeed at this? Like, am I going to survive? You know, am I going to come in last? Like those mm-hmm. fears were kind of, it. it didn't matter, right? Because I could do it
2: it's an interesting um, point of view because it's very rare that we hear somebody kind of like, you know, I think I'll join WW today. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious where's the first place you started. Like, what did you do first without, cause you know, a lot of us, you know, have been on crazy diets before, or like, you know, we've looked into WW, but maybe weren't ready, but to just like kind of go in gung ho um, and then you get all of that new
0: information. What was the first thing that you were like, all right, I'm going to start here. Well, I started the next day because I did not start that day because I thought my life as I knew it was going to be over. Oh, so the day before WW, yeah. Well, the day <laughs> of, like the day of I went and I bought a king size chocolate bar and I ate it in the parking lot looking up at the sign. And then I had a wine and cheese event at my house because I thought I'm never going to be able to eat cheese or, or chocolate or have wine ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, I think the next day, and I feel like this was so long ago, so But I think the next day was a realization of, oh my gosh, this is how much stuff costs in points, right? Like Mm -hmm. I had, like the same way I didn't really know about added sugar. Now I had no clue that, like, you know, the Baton Rouge spinach dip. Do you guys have Baton Rouge? Where you guys are? I know Kelly does. Do you have that? No, I don't. What is Baton Rouge? It's a a rib uh, steak and rib kind of place. Yeah. So like the the realization that like the spinach dip, you know, first of all. The serving size is, is a sixth. I, I didn't even know I was supposed to share it with five people.
1: Uh, that was an eye
0: opener. And then the point value for it was insane. I, I think know. it
1: always says suggested serving size, right? Yeah. a suggestion. <laughs> I love that.
0: So, oh, yeah. yeah, I think like just learning about that and just figuring out like how many points that stuff really was, what um, was the first step? Yeah.
2: Yeah that that first week I remember it's it's very eye opening like
1: what <laughs> you know you're looking through well, like hmm? and it's <laughs> also really really hard like mm-hmm. you feel I remember you know my first week and for maybe you're listening like I said it's the first week of November Monday maybe you are getting back to it this week I get it it's hard you are yeah. like fighting against, um, like these cravings of things that you've been eating, whether that's, you know, sugar cravings or chip cravings, or, you know, you've just got yourself in a habit of eating, eating certain things at certain times. And now you're saying, you know what, that's too many points for me to really spend on my afternoon snack. I get it. It is hard. Um, so how do we overcome that? How did you overcome those like feelings of like, I'm feeling deprived or I'm hungry? What kinds of things would you suggest? I mean, Julia, Kelly, you're both WW coaches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What kinds of things would you suggest to your members who said, you know, this is really, really hard. Yeah, it it, it gets,
0: I don't think it gets easier, but I think you get better at it. So, mm-hmm. so be kind and give yourself time, but just make sure that nothing is off limits. Like mm-hmm. I I did not deprive myself of anything because I learned, I think I learned very early on that if I did deprive myself of something, I was just end up eating around it and then eating it anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So I would spend tons of points on everything when all I just wanted was the Dairy Queen blizzard. So sometimes you just got to plan for it and have the blizzard anyways, right? So totally. yeah, I think that was that was definitely key. And you know what else? Maybe ask yourself, like, why is this so hard? Is it
2: because it's not what I want to be doing? Is like, remember we were talking about like, is this food that I like? Or is it food that I'm eating because I think I'm supposed to? Is this an activity that I like doing? Is this an activity that I saw someone on Instagram doing and I don't really like it? Who are, are you saying, we-
1: are you saying we need to make a Venn diagram for our activities? as well? I'm,
2: I think I might be. This Venn <laughs> diagram was like right in my head. <laughs> but I think it was, I think it's super smart. Like really ask yourself, like if this is something, is it because it's, it's hard and I need to work on it, but I want to, or is it hard because I, I really don't like it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a big difference and you need to sort of make sure exactly like Julia said, that nothing's off limits, that you're not like, well, this might be hard. I might not like it, but this is my life now. Like that's never going to work.
0: (laughs) It's never going to last. Right. Oh, and I think too, like you have to let go of the idea that this is going to be instant, right? You're instantly going to transform just because you signed some, you know, on the dotted line for WW, like you have to give yourself time. These are habits that have been instilled in you probably most of your lifetime, if not all of your lifetime, you know, like, um, we, you know, my, I would be sad, I would fall and someone would give me a cookie. Right. Mm -hmm. And, so it, it's, it doesn't happen overnight and you need to be okay with that. You need to know this is going to take some time, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's all worth it in the long run.
1: Isn't it crazy? It's not even about food. It's about how we use food. Like I'm really trying to break this cycle and like this culture of food being like almost like a band-aid for any problem. Um that's how I dealt with food a lot of the times. Food was a band-aid for whatever issue I was dealing with whether it was like I was mad at my friends or my friends were mad at me or you know it was a, I was in a fight with my husband or like I had a tummy ache. Sometimes I thought like, oh if I I have a tummy ache, so maybe food will make it feel better. I'm trying to like break this this I almost want to say culture around it with my own kids. And it is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Really, is. really hard. We were in the car today and my daughter was crying um, about something. And she said, Daddy said you would get me a treat. <laughs> and I, why do you want a treat? Do you want a treat because you're, and for her, a treat means probably like a donut from Tim Hortons or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, Well, why do you want that? Do you want that treat because you think the food is going to make you feel better? Like, can you talk to me more about it? Like, how often do I ask myself that question? Like, it's getting more frequent. Like, why do I feel like I need this right now? What is this going to solve? And that kind of circles back to the questions we were asking ourselves at the beginning of this episode, right? Like, you know, how do you feel after you eat? How do you feel before you eat? Like, do we give ourselves that space to ask ourselves those questions and really honor our bodies by doing that?
2: A hundred percent. It's, it's, we've never also never had to ask ourselves these things before. It's always just, I feel like, you know, it's like lose weight. Doesn't matter how on Mm -hmm. or
0: off.
2: Right. And it's like, but why, like, what am I doing now? What do I want? I think we've never had to ask ourselves hard questions or learn about ourselves. It's always been like, well, you feel this, eat this. If you want to do this, eat this. Right. And it's not, it's not like that. We really need to stop covering up our feelings and our wants and, you know, listening to ourselves. We need to, be allowed to give ourselves that space to do that Mm
1: -hmm. it's the best thing for us my mom told me today she said life's too short to not be doing things that you that make you happy and I was like whoa mom thanks (laughs) that's beautiful I like that I know I know
0: good advice good advice
1: (laughs) okay so now Julia you um you lost 60 pounds you're living this awesome active life and now you are a WW coach what is your favorite part of being a WW coach
0: Oh my gosh, it is so rewarding, right? I mean, just to see, it's not even about the weight loss of the members. It's its really what they gain from their weight loss, right? So just to see people smile wider and like stand taller and just their increase in confidence, the transformation members go through when they lose the weight is remarkable. And to be a part of that, to see that happen is by far my favorite part of being a coach.
1: Mm-hmm. It is so cool. I am. Um, actually, we have a mutual friend, Ashley. Ah, yes. Ashley, And she messaged me today Um, and she referenced something that we talked about in a workshop over a year ago. And she said, oh, that like totally changed the course of like my own journey. I was just like, that is so cool because it had nothing to do with the number on the scale. It had nothing to do with like the size of her pants and it had everything to do with like how her outlook on herself and like her behaviors and stuff. And I was just like, yes, like I can't, I can't describe how like proud it made me of her. And so like having the opportunity to come alongside members and like see their successes and see them through these high highs and these low lows. And then I don't know, just like be alongside it. Because like, like we said in the beginning, like we're all WW members too. Like the same struggles yeah. that they're having, that you guys are having, like we have too. So I Absolutely. love being on the journey with them. Yeah. And all of you.
0: Yeah. And you know, you, you, you just made me think of, um, a, of a workshop that I did where a member was telling me how she, um, she was at the water park with her kids and her family and with another family and the other family met the other lady of the other family just said, okay, you're going to watch the bags. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to watch the bags. And then she was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the bag watcher. Like, I don't want to just watch my life go by like i want to be in it right so she got up and she was like no i'm not watching the bags today i'm going to go on the slides with my kids right oh, so just being able to participate in your own life oh, yeah. is is huge
2: it is and i can't even tell you how many i'm sure you guys have heard the same but like how many people say that that they're finally showing up in their own life and doing uh-huh. what they want
1: to be doing and that is amazing yeah yeah I, it is. It is just such an honor. And it's such an honor to be able to do this podcast with you guys. And I know there are so many of you who listen who each week and do different things. I'm actually going to shout out a member right now. Um, she commented on something on Connect. Her name is Mama Weeb. And she said that she is down 386 pounds really? and she listens to the podcast and she walks and runs when she when she's doing it and i just thought it's so cool that you know we have never even met virtually but she listens every week and we're a part of her journey and like her yes. sharing with me on connect it was like her, she brought me in on hers um and so i just loved it so congrats mama weave i'm so proud yay. of you
0: yay congrats
1: way to go now julia if people are looking to find you on connect they're maybe wanting to come to one of your amazing workshops. Do you have any uh, virtual workshops that you want to shout out? Yeah, for sure. So my connect username is juliar
0: Coach, And I'm super fortunate to be on Canada Connect. So I do a 8 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning on Canada Connect. That's my virtual one. And then if you're in the Quebec area, then I am live in studio as well in Pierre every Saturday morning at 10.30.
1: Awesome. And you're on Instagram as well, right? It's your Instagram handle so everyone can follow you.
0: It is I am Julia Rod, R-O-D. Love it. I always thought that was your last name. Until
2: R-O-D. like very recently.
0: <laughs> Julia Rod. Julia Rod. <laughs> Almost.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, Julia. It's been thank great. You, this lady. is like good girl, kind of like good, good girl chat. I love yeah, it. it I love it. Thank you so much for
0: having me. Thank you both. You guys thank are awesome. Thank you. And everyone,
1: thank you you for joining us today. Don't forget to register for Can Day. I would love to see all of you guys there on YouTube on Monday the 8th.